Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Cities are making decisions. The Teddy Roosevelt statue, uh, I think it was less about st- Teddy Roosevelt, but the, the other parts of that, of that statue. Uh, and look, people are making a statement uh, about equality, about community, uh, to be against racism, against slavery. Uh, I think those are good statements. Can you overdo it? Of course you can. But uh, in New York, I don't think we've overdone it. And I think that I think it's a healthy expression of people saying, let's get some priorities here and let's remember the sin and mistake that these this nation made and let's not celebrate it. Welcome to the Savage Nation. That, of course, was the governor of the state of New York supporting the tearing down of statues, calling it a healthy expression of anger. Today, I'm going to discuss the subversion of America, how America became subverted. And we're going to play some tapes that I've played before by Yuri Bezmenov. I played them years ago, but they're more appropriate to be played today than ever before. Now, Bezmenov is a former KGB operative who warned in the 1980s how Western society would be destroyed from within. The Cuomos, in fact, all the Democrats, are actually part of that exact plan On Monday, I did a show entitled The Naked Communist Revolution in America, one of my most popular of all podcasts. It's uh, the beauty about podcasts is they're up for a long time, like forever. If you missed it, I suggest you don't miss it because it's really part of what you're about to hear today about the subversion of America. How did we get here? Well, it was a slow build for decades. And I will explain that to you using the words of a former KGB agent who defected to Canada in the 1980s. He explained the steps of how to subvert the government and the society. And what he described about what would happen has actually come to pass. 
but how did we let it happen? Who started this? In modern times, it started with the radical feminists, the Bella Abzug types, the free love movement, the rise of the radical left in the 1960s. But we all stood by and looked at it as fringe movements. We still had law and order to control the crazies amongst them. Then in the 1990s, we elected one of those left-wing radicals into the presidency, Bill Clinton. America saw what he did, and in 1994, we elected a conservative Republican Congress to counter the communist in disguise. But all the while, the subversion was taking place in higher education, on television, in the movies, and in the news media. And we looked away because we still were a nation of law and order, and most people still respected the history and the fundaments of our nation. After coming together briefly as a nation and a society after 9-11, the subversion resumed in the same stealth fashion it had been lurking in for decades. And then we elected the first black president. We elected him even though we could see he was a naked communist. He was mentored by the noted communist Frank Marshall Davis as a young man. He attended a church steeped in black liberation theology and befriended known anti-American terrorist Bill Ayers. And as Obama divided the country racially, allowed states and cities to ignore immigration laws, and had his attorney general conduct a war against police, we all looked away because we still believed that law and order in our Constitution would protect us and our nation. Meanwhile, the subversion lurking was about to explode like a volcano. Then we elected Donald Trump, a man who loves his nation, loves the flag, loves our borders, and committed to draining the swamp. That's when all the elements of subversion that had been put into place erupted in a gusher of resistance. Masked radicals and anarchists shut down conservative speakers on college campuses. They smashed windows, burned buildings, and did not pay a price for it. Mayors and governors openly flouted our borders, allowing, allowing so-called sanctuary cities and states to house non-citizens and vote in our elections illegally. Religion was openly mocked and rejected. Then the FBI and CIA itself, themselves, the FBI and the CIA, colluded to stop the Trump administration by concocting a phony Russia scandal that carried on for three straight years, disabling our efforts to move our agenda forward. And now these subversive elements have emerged in full force, using the death of a black man as their shield. These fascists are tearing down statues, burning down and taking over parts of American cities, viciously beating people because of the color of their skin. And God help you if you do not kneel to them or say the exact right words because these barbarians will make sure you lose your job and any ability to support your family. But I have to ask, what statues will these barbarians and vandals erect in this newfound utopia they believe they are creating? Will the statues be those of Karl Marx, Lenin, Nelson Mandela? Will every statue be an MLK statue? What cultures do they want to replace this one with? That of Africa, tribalism, Mesoamerica, uh, tribalism, cannibalism, murder and mayhem. People are being forced to sit on company conference calls discussing what white people can do to apologize for and make up for their so-called privilege. 
Governor Cuomo actually telling us what a wonderful thing it is that these statues are being ripped down. A Michigan mayor resigned amid criticism for saying she'd be crucified if she didn't vote to reappoint a black city official. Police chiefs are resigning after officers shoot people, even in self-defense. The word chief itself is actually being considered uh, removed from the titles like police chief and the fire chief in some cities because it may offend Native Americans. People have to start standing up to this or it is not going to be stopped. It cannot be done by the government. We, the people, have to risk everything because the corporations can't fire all of us. People have to stop being afraid to be ostracized and speak their minds about the ridiculous COVID policies or these totalitarian maniacs will have us all wearing masks of submission and enduring perennial shutdowns to destroy the economy. I can't help but think about the TSA. It still fails to detect 90% of dangerous items during its own tests. It has never caught a terrorist. terrorist. Everyone who tried to get through got through. But here it is almost 20 years later, and we still have the TSA controlling us at airports. We have to exhort people to peacefully resist it all and be prepared to defend themselves if assaulted by the street thugs, or this will be a complete and total bloodless coup. And so, yes, it's re-elect Trump, but that's only 25% of the battle. We can no longer look away because law and order mean nothing anymore. It's been broken. There are no consequences. It's all being encouraged by politicians who are indoctrinated by the subversive techniques and now hold maximum power. We have to take the power back. But how? I've just explained how we got here. Now the question to you, the audience of the Savage Nation, is how do we save America? The phone number is 855 400 855 400 savage and um, I must tell you that I am at the time of this show just about finishing a book entitled Our Battle for America which I've been working on for over a year it's been very difficult for me to do the shows and to be writing this book given my health situation uh, which happened in December in fact I thought of dropping the show and dropping uh, the uh, book saying it would be too much stress for a man to do these things who is healthy, let alone someone who suffered a near-death experience. But slowly, I've decided that the battle is worth it. I don't want to become just another one of these old white men in the suburbs who watch their sprinklers go back and forth or live to go to the golf course. To me, that's not a life worth living. In fact, it's a living death as far as I am concerned. I have a report of a friend who works for a major bank in New York State who is forced to sit in on company conference calls discussing what white people can do to apologize and make up for their privilege. Are you listening to this? Apologize for their white privilege? I have a real question for you out there, okay? And I'd like an answer from those of you who think it's cool to rip down statues. When will the vandals and barbarians be stopped? Who will stop the vandals and barbarians? Trump talks tough and unfortunately is doing nothing. The other day I cheered when he said it should be a 10-year sentence for tearing down statues. He was right. Tom Cotton, a certifiable Iraq war veteran, uh, one of the best men in our Senate, said the same thing. 
But where is the action from the corrupt Mitch McConnell? McConnell exists, as far as I'm concerned, only to feather his own nest. They are the classic rhino operatives. They do nothing for the nation, nothing for the people, and certainly nothing for the future of our nation. So it's falling upon us, we the people, to defend our nation. But how? What should we do? These are the questions. Maybe you have the answers. The phone number is 855-400-7282. Let me begin with Richard in Las Vegas, who jumped in immediately. Richard, what's your point? Go ahead, please. Uh, Dr. Chavis, would you care to join us people soon walking in the woods as in the final scene of the movie Fahrenheit 451, memorizing the words of school band of books such as Tom Sawyer, Brave New World, and carving into the tree trunks the recently snuffed out images of people like the Indian princess from the cover of Land O'Lakes Butter and Aunt Jemima. It's a rhetorical question, so I choose not to answer it. Are you walking in the woods? Yes. What are you doing in the woods? You're carving the books into the trees? No, those are the images in being carved in the trees of recently snuffed out images such as the Indian princess on the, on the box. of. No, I, I understand about uh, all the products, but I really don't even understand your point, Richard. Honest to God, I'm trying to. Well, we are memorizing, as in the final scene of the movie Fahrenheit 451, are memorizing the words of school band books such as Tom Sawyer, Brave New World. Uh, I don't have to memorize them. I'm not going to burn these books. I'm not going to let these, these vermin, these barbarians burn our books. I'm not going to permit it. Are you going to let them burn books and not say you're Nazis? That's why we're memorizing them, because we think... Or this is ridiculous. What do you mean, memorizing? Look, we're not at that point of having to memorize books yet. The vandals and barbarians will be stopped. But I have another question at the same time. I was going to really save it for later in the show. How is it that a nation that has a DEA that could take down Pablo Escobar, how is it that a nation that has special forces and a U.S. Army that could defeat ISIS, how is it that we have a nation of hardcore military cannot take down a group of vandals and barbarians Ask yourself that question, and you'll have all the answers. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. It's been reported that Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over $21 billion, but searching for a better deal can take hours and typically results in a barrage of unwanted spam calls until now, thanks to TheZebra.com. TheZebra.com is the nation's leading car insurance comparison site because it's the only place you can compare quotes side-by-side from over 100 providers and choose the best one for you in 90 seconds or less. So pay attention. They will never sell your information to the spammers so you won't get all those unwanted calls or emails. You just answer a few questions in a simple, fast form and Zebra finds you the best rates and coverage in your state. TechCrunch calls the Zebra Kayak for auto insurance. The best part is that it's completely free. You can save up to $670 a year using the Zebra.com. Whatever your economic situation, the Zebra is committed to helping you save. How much can you save on car and home insurance? Why don't you check it out? Start saving at thezebra.com slash savage. Check it out. See what you save. Go to thezebra.com slash savage. It's spelled T-H-E. 
Z-E-B-R-A, thezebra.com slash savage. Check it out, thezebra.com slash savage. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. The first stage of subversion is the process which is called, basically, demoralization. It says for itself what it is. It takes from, um, say, 15 to 20 years to demoralize a society. Why, why 15 or 20 years? This is the time sufficient to educate one generation of students or children. One generation, one lifetime span of a person, a human being, which is dedicated to study, to shaping up the outlook, ideology, personality. That is about the psychological warfare that has been and is being used to destroy our society by a former KGB operative, Yuri Bezmenov, and these tapes are from the 1980s or 90s. I played these years ago, but they're more appropriate today. And, of course, there's a solution to all of this, which is a strong leader. And that leads us, unfortunately, to Donald Trump, who is not a strong leader. I'm sorry to tell you, there's only so much apology that anyone can make. It's one thing to say it should be a 10-year fine or whatever punishment for knocking down a statue. It's another thing to actually do it. But again, I ask you, how can men who took down Pablo Escobar and the DEA, how can the brave men and women of the CIA and those who work in the FBI, the NSA and the other intelligence agencies who are not part of the subversive machine not be operating around the clock to isolate, to define and then to arrest and neutralize the leaders of these subversive movements who are not only knocking down statues, but looting and burning whole cities. Remember, there are leaders of these, of this mayhem. This is not happening by itself. And so if you ask that question, you have to conclude that the intelligence agencies themselves, you may call them the deep state, who tried to crucify Flynn, who tried to crucify Trump and his family, they are actually stirring this all up to bring down the nation. Now, that could be considered crazy, a conspiracy theory, or unlikely. It also could be a considerably rational theory, considering the vast powers of the, of the secret intelligence services that this nation has that are doing nothing to stop these vandals and uh, such. Because it's not just statues that are coming down. Our society is being torn apart. You've got people who are boasting about how to, for example, some girl uh, of Asian uh, heritage, no doubt, is giving uh, lectures on YouTube of how to deface a statue. 
Why is she not arrested and detained? I don't care about the ACLU. Arrest them as well. Don't you understand what I'm saying to you? We can't permit the left-wing subversives in the National Lawyers Guild, the ACLU, Media Matters, and all of the other front groups for George Soros, who funds them all, to dictate our own demise. We cannot permit it anymore. We have the agencies. We have the men and women to do it. Why are they not doing it? Where is Donald Trump on all of this? And by the way, his message for re-election is all wrong. It's not about immigration anymore. It's about domestic terrorism. Michael Savage, a host like no other. We believe the United States of America is the greatest and most righteous nation that has ever existed. We're going to keep it that way. We believe that every citizen has the fundamental right to think, to speak, to live, and pray according to their own conscience. We believe that the beloved heroes of American history should not be torn down by militant mobs, but held up as an example to the world. Well, do something about it. I'm sick and tired of the rhetoric. I'm, I'm sick of the hot air that I hear coming out of the government. And I say it's time to get tough. Now, I got to tell you something. I was in the middle of discussing the subversion of America when I opened this show. And um, I was playing some of the subversion and control speeches of Western society given by a former KGB agent, Yuri Bezmenov. And I asked a loaded question, which is why does the CIA, NSA, FBI, DEA, all these powerful agencies filled with brave men and women not take down the organizers of this revolution, the people who are pulling down America, when I was cut off. I don't know if you know what happened. Luckily, Robert played sound for you during that interval. I don't know how much longer this show will go on because last Thursday when I was on, all of my uh, calls were dropped. There were no calls. We lost all of our calls. I had to take Friday off because it had a great effect upon my, my health. I can't do this if I'm going to have this undermining from unknown sources. There's been no answer as to why I lost my callers. There's been no answer why this show was just cut off. We lost our internet out of nowhere. Luckily, my assistant was here and shifted us from a Comrex brick link two to an old ISDN unit that I keep adjacent to it. I have two systems here at once. Luckily, I never took the second one out. And so I'm back live with you. We are talking about revolution going on right under our nose. We understand that this revolution is not happening by itself. We also know that an agency like the DEA, for example, which took down Pablo Escobar, or the U.S. Army Special Forces, which took down ISIS, could take down these losers, these barbarians, in less than 10 minutes. And I watch these movies about Iraq, and I see these men going in and breaking down steel doors, wading into machine gun fire and hand grenades and stopping them, and they can't stop a group of barbarians and vandals who are burning cities and looting. So it doesn't add up unless this is on purpose. This is all happening on purpose. It's not happening by chance because this could be stopped, could have been stopped. It's one thing for Trump to say, yeah, 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 we should worship our hero. Well, do something about it. Mr. President, you have no greater supporter than Michael Savage. 
But instead of just saying you're going to give them 10 years, give them 10 years in a federal prison. You've got little girls who hate people, mainly white men, putting on the Internet ideas and plans on how to, how to vandalize statues. That's called crossing state lines to commit a riot. It's a federal offense, Mr. Trump. You don't need to write new law. Arrest her. Arrest those who are teaching others how to pull down statues. They've crossed state lines on the Internet. Did you hear what I just said? They've committed a federal crime. You don't need to write new law and have some cockamamie rat left wing bum judge uh, uh, slow us down. Arrest them now. Stop them now before it's too late. The American people are screaming for leadership. If I told you how many people who voted for Trump are so fed up with him right now because they say all he does is talk and he doesn't do anything. I'm not saying this because I want to denigrate him. I'm saying it because I want to motivate him. He's got to understand that the people are shocked at his lack of action. Shocked that he won't strike when he's in power and should. It doesn't matter what they will say about him. We cannot suffer any more of these indignities and these assaults upon our heritage, our culture, and our nation. We cannot take it anymore. The people cannot take another day of this President Trump. And whoever is advising you is misadvising you. Whoever your campaign strategist is should have been fired a while ago. I don't know this Brad Pascal, but man alive is he stupid. Setting you up for that fall in Tulsa, number one. Now his new message for you for this new election is immigration and the wall. Are you nuts? Are you people all kidding? We have domestic terrorism, cities burning, statues being defaced, and and you're talking about immigrants like they're the problem? That message is five years old, four years old. It's not immigration anymore, Mr. Trump. They're misleading you. I think the enemy within your, your own camp is the real problem. They're doing it again. You're not listening to me, Mr. Trump. You may give me lip service by coming on the show and thinking I'm going to buy it just because you come on the show. That's not enough for me, President Trump. It's not enough for my listeners, President Trump. We may not be the biggest audience, but the podcast reaches millions of people around this country and around the world. We're a very big voting audience. And the ideas that are expressed on this show resonate with millions of Americans who put you in power to begin with. They're fed up. They see that little yellow church across from the White House being defaced by the vandals and barbarians and nothing is done to them. You know who did it. There are cameras everywhere. I know that hotel. I stayed in that hotel. I looked right at that little church when I stayed in that hotel when I visited the White House. That beautiful hotel. There are cameras everywhere on those streets. You know who the vandals are. Why doesn't the FBI or the other intelligence agencies seek them out and arrest them for smearing the church, defacing the church, threatening to burn the church. We're watching churches being vandalized and burned and nothing's done to the barbarians behind it. Mr. Trump, the buck stops there. The buck doesn't stop with talk show hosts. We're just talkers. You have all the power. We have nothing but our minds, our hearts, and our guts. We have no power to enforce 
our beliefs. All we can do if we're lucky is defend ourselves. You have the power to stop them. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't stop them, you're not going to get reelected. That uh, hologram in a basement, Biden, will be elected, even though he's the worst possible thing that ever happened to this country. Unless you show toughness, aside from talk, you're going to lose all the women and half the men. And then there's going to be total anarchy in this country. Because the heavily armed, the heavily armed Americans who are sitting idly by and watching all of this are not going to sit idly by and watch all of this much longer. We do not want any more. We don't want any more violence. We're not going to permit the other side to commit violence without stopping them. So on Monday, I did the Naked Communist Revolution in America. Today's program, if you just tuned in uh, and we got cut off through Internet failure, is the uh, subversion of America or how America has been subverted. And we were playing tapes by the great KGB, ex-KGB uh, operative Yuri Bezmenov. And Yuri Bezmenov, when he released these speeches, he's dead now, talked about how the Soviet plan for subverting America is actually, actually described our current situation. First step took 20 years. It was known as demoralization. The second step is destabilization. Third step, mass brainwashing. We are in that now. We're in the mass brainwashing now where they're telling white kids that their race is evil. That despite all of the great achievements of the Caucasian people. And you know, how many times have I done this show on white male inventions? You want me to do it again? I'm, I'm not in the mood right now. I'll put it up for you later on michaelsavage.com. Third stage is the crisis stage. And Bezmanov tells us or taught us after a society is destabilized, it collapses into chaos. Anything can happen once it collapses into chaos. Many of you have bought guns for the first time in your life. And Black Lives Matter is center stage. We're all trying to dance around the big, big picture here and the obvious. Black Lives Matter was founded by hardcore Marxists. Well established. They've even boasted about it on the Internet. What happens after this crisis stage? Normalization of the abolition of our freedoms. And what happens then? Demagogues like Newsom demagogues like Cuomo tell us that we do not need businesses, we do not need free market, we need a government who will help us. And the radical left-wing Democrat party, the racist left-wing party of the Democrats, will be the salvation for America, with even more bailouts than Donald Trump. Remember a few weeks ago, I speculated as to why does Pelosi, why does she want this country to collapse? What, what are they thinking? And then it dawned on me. It dawned on me that way back when, during the Great Depression, the people were dependent upon the government. Not only that, but there was another element to it. Billions were made in the black market. Aha, now you're starting to get the picture. Coupons were given out by the government for basics, gasoline, sugar, bread, you name it, milk. 
And there was a great black market in coupons for basic goods. And who controlled it? Well, do some tracing of the lineage of some of those destabilizing America. Look into their past, their fathers, their ancestors, and you'll see where they're going. Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. A lot of these people that want it down don't even know what they're taking down. I watch them on television, and I see what's happening, and they're ripping down things. They have no idea what they're ripping down. But they started off with the Confederate, and then they go to Ulysses S. Grant. Well, what's that all about? And they would knock down Lincoln. There's a group that wants to take down Lincoln. They haven't figured out exactly why yet. Uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. I've stopped them twice now from going over to the Jefferson Memorial. If I weren't president, they would have knocked down. If a guy like Biden was president, they will knock down the Jefferson Memorial. Not good enough, President Trump. Slip service. Words are cheap. We want toughness. We want reporters like the one you're about to hear who is putting on Twitter um, instructions for how to destroy statues. This individual, in my opinion, has crossed state lines by using Twitter to conduct, uh, to engage in a riot. That's a federal crime, Mr. Trump. She could be arrested right now. Here is a reporter of a website explaining how to correctly destroy a statue on Twitter. Jack Dorsey, listen. Right now, we're living through a societal revolution against racism in almost every form. Stop. Part of that reckoning little, hold it. Hold it. Doesn't she sound like another occasional cortex? Another high-strung female who hates white males. A racist, in other words. Do you understand the genesis of most of this? That it's not about Jefferson, it's not about Lincoln, it's not about Washington, it's not about Confederate generals, it's about males. Do you understand the genesis of most of this hatred? I've been around long enough to know how this started. Let's go way back to the feminist movement, the Bella Abzugs. The hey, hey, ho, ho, Western civilization has got to go. That's what they started with, the radical, may I say feminists, if you'd call them that. I wouldn't call them that because feminism to me is a beautiful thing. These are not feminists. These are anarchists in, uh, in female bodies. And their animus is towards their father. Most of them hate men because their fathers molested them or in some ways hurt them. That's the best I can figure out where their hatred comes from. And they now have produced an intergenerational following of these little sing-songy girls who are tearing down statues. So... If you, if you go on Twitter and you call for ripping down statues, 
and give tips on how to do it. And Jack Dorsey doesn't stop you because he's on your side. Then the government has to step in and arrest you for crossing state lines to um, cause a riot. It's a federal offense. Right now, President Trump has the power to arrest this person. Let her go get all the lawyers she wants from the ACLU and keep her locked up until they free her. Listen again to clip 11. Right now, we're living through a societal revolution against racism in almost every form. Part of that reckoning also involves acknowledging that a lot of our historical figures, regardless of their legacy, were pretty damn racist. That's why, in addition to joining protests, a lot of people are also calling for the removal of statues of slave owners and other racist figures. Some cities have already started taking down these racist monuments, like in Camden, New Jersey, where, after public demand, the city voted to take down a statue of Christopher Columbus. In Albany, the mayor ordered the removal of a statue of a known slave owner. But in other places where lawmakers aren't budging on this issue, people are just taking matters into their own hands. Obviously, we're not telling you to commit any crimes, and we also can't tell you to deface any property. But we thought it'd be interesting to look at a purely hypothetical way to safely remove a statue. You hear how clever she thinks she is? Isn't that, isn't that smart of this uh, uh, Morgan Sung? She is giving you advice on how to destroy a statue. She is engaging in crossing state lines to commit a riot, President Trump. If Jack Dorsey of Twitter doesn't stop her, but he stops me through shadow banning, he has these people from the third world he hires, as does Facebook, who have no idea what the First Amendment is, who completely shadow ban me from the day I started on Twitter, Right now, I have 210,000 so followers. They're all real. I never paid for any of them. But every time I tweet something, I am shadow banned by a third worlder that Dorsey or Zuckerberg has working behind the scenes. They're exactly what Bezmanov talked about. And yet, Dorsey does not stop this reporter, Morgan Sung, from putting on her site how to safely remove a statue or how to deface it. So we are in a war. We have a president who is very good on rhetoric and very poor in action. And I have to tell you, I'm very, very upset by him. Every day he gives another speech about it's 10 years in prison for this and does nothing. You think I'm the only one who sees this? The women in this country particularly cannot take any more of this lawlessness. They don't like seeing their country torn asunder. They want these vandals thrown in prison. They want them thrown in prison along with their lawyers, along with the ACLU, along with whoever cockamamie left-wing fanatic with a law degree stands up to defend it. Do to them what Lincoln did. If I had the power, I'd shut CNN down yesterday. CNN is inciting riots and racism in the country every day. The guy who runs it is a very sick racist man. They could turn CNN off. Lincoln shut off uh, the telegraph lines. Lincoln shut down newspapers. Lincoln is a hero to Americans today, isn't he? We are at war. They've started a civil war against civil society. You can quote me on that. The left has started a civil war against civil society. Only we're not fighting back. We're sitting here complaining about it, moaning about it. 
if I may say bitching about it, it gets me sick to listen to these so-called conservative hosts. Every day they get up, oh, they tore this down, oh, they're doing that. We're not the government. Trump has all the powers of the world at his fingertips. He's probably been advised by those around him not to react. They're wrong. I said last week, do not send in the national, do not send in the military to stop the rioters because he'll be called a Hitler. Well, this is different. You have federal agents that could stop them yesterday. Let me repeat again. We have a DEA, for example, that could take down powerful drug lords armed to the teeth with 200, 300 assassins around them. How could this country that could take down the most powerful drug lords on earth, how could this country, which has a military with the bravest men, with the best equipment in the world, go in and take down the most violent killers on the planet in ISIS, people who raped their way across the Middle East? We have men who go into, into a machine gun fire for this country. And yet the commander in chief doesn't call them for them to do this when we have an ongoing revolution right under our eyes. Either he doesn't know it's a revolution or he's being misled by those closest to him. Whoever is running his campaign should have been fired a month ago. This Brad Parscale, I don't know who he is with that, that scraggly beard of his. I don't know where he came from. I don't know why he is advising the president uh, so wrongly. Do you know that Trump's latest campaign is about the wall on the Mexican border? That's like ho-hum two years ago. That was hot stuff in 2017. We have domestic terrorism, Mr. Trump. We have domestic terrorism, Mr. Trump's advisors. That's what people care about, not about the border. They don't care about the workers in the fields. They don't care about the workers in the restaurants. They're not worried about them. They know they're working. And they know that almost all the rioters are not Hispanic from Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador. They're the hardworking people of this country. They know that. People are not blind. So why are you directing our attention to illegal immigrants right now when they're not the ones rioting and pulling down our society? Mr. Trump is what I'd like to ask you, which I am asking you, Mr. Trump. So we're talking about it. Now I'm asking you what should be done. Does anyone have an answer? Misty in San Francisco, what's your answer right now to this question? Hey, Misty. I want to speak to Mr. Trump, if I may. Listen, well, go ahead. Some of us, there's some of us that have been on the front lines of this case, like you, Michael. And we've been fighting for truth and hated even before Trump came into office. But what I wanted to see, and I love, I love you, President Trump, and we want to reelect you, but we want honor in the streets. We don't want, I'd rather have martial law. I would have liked that enacted when all those killings went down at those schools. That's when it needed to stop. Because murder and all this ridiculous spray force stuff, it's the biggest lie from the pit. And the bottom line is we want order in the streets. We don't want this lying left, and we want you to take charge in a kind, appropriate way and not have lawlessness allowed in our streets. Dismantle Seattle, dismantle these situations, and any one of these statues that is taken down, whoever does it needs to be accountable. It's ridiculous. It's not okay. It's part of our history. 
And you know what? Just like I stand for the black people, I stand for the white people. I stand for everybody to have pride in their own culture. All right. So what's your answer? I don't know what you're saying. You're rambling on and on. What is your answer? What do you want President Trump to do? He's going to have to do something like martial law. He's going to have to put some troops at each setting. Regardless of what people say. Well, I don't think he needs to go to martial law to stop the vandals and the barbarians. I don't think we need to go to that level. Well, how do you think he's going to do it? Well, that's what we're talking about. I don't think all of us need to suffer because of the vandals and barbarians, because there aren't that many of them. The leaders of the barbarians are well known. The leaders of the vandalists, the vandals are well known. They're boasting about it on the Internet. How many of them are? 20 of them? There's 10 to 20 of them total? I'm the only one who knows it. They're, they're openly boasting about it, rip down a statue. Again, there's a law in the books. If you cross state lines to uh, encourage a riot, you are violating a federal statute. I don't have it in my hands. So that girl that I just played earlier, she crossed state lines on the Internet and then tried to be cute about saying, oh, we're not telling you to commit any crimes. She thinks she's being cute. She's clearly telling you how to rip down a statue, how to topple a statue. And just because Jack Dorsey cares more about his bottom line than he does about America doesn't mean that we have to follow Jack Dorsey or Mark Zuckerberg's lead. That's a whole separate story. The president has the power to arrest people who are going online, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or other sites, and advising about riots or tearing down statues. He could have them detained and arrested, throw the book at them, Make them hire very expensive lawyers. Uh, and then you will see this stop. Because short of that, there's going to be a civil war in this country. Short of that, all of the armed patriots, former military, current military, police armed to the teeth, trained in the use of weapons, they're going to explode as sure as I'm sitting here. And there are those who want that explosion. I do not. The country is being subverted, but it's not too late to stop the vandals and barbarians the savage nation it's savage on demand so i'm getting um communications from people who are saying things like savage you're exactly right that uh republicans are fed up with the potus being all talk and full of rhetoric and uh another one is saying that um their wife is not voting for him because of his weakness and um, I'm going to take your calls now because this is a, it's, it's way past talking about it. We can't take anymore. His instincts are correct, but he's being held back by the liberals around him in the White House. We know what's going on. Everyone knows it. And now they're attacking immigrants again like that's going to get him elected this time. Look, it was my books that became talking points that got Trump over the finish line. Borders language culture. That message is over. Right now, it's about domestic terrorists being stopped. We don't care about illegal immigrants. We know they're the hardest working people in America. Everyone knows that. What do you think was stupid? You can't vilify immigrants for this election and win. You don't need to vilify the domestic terrorists. Just call them out for who they are and throw them in jail. That's all. Kentucky, Jeff, what do you think? Go ahead, please. Hi, Dr. Savage. Um, I'm a huge Trump supporter. My wife has been a huge Trump supporter. We hate everything the Democrats are just doing to destroy our country. But you are 100% correct. When you say that Trump is going to lose the women vote, 
I come home almost on a daily basis, and my wife is more and more fed up with him every day that he will not deal with this and he will not take action. And she, he's going to lose her vote, and she has been a huge supporter of his. He Listen, has- uh, nobody can read the tea leaves better than me. Nobody ever has, nobody ever will in the history of the media. And I will tell you right now, my stethoscope tells me that America's heart is beating against him because of this. He can't just keep saying tough things and not be tough. You're absolutely right. And I love Trump, but he has got to use an iron fist. And That's right. Jeff, listen to me. Women particularly are more sensitive to society's changes than are men who tend to be rather, let's say, immune to it or in another world. Women are scared right now from these vandals. Yes. When they see these radical chicks, I have no other word for them, acting so macho and so tough with such impunity about how to rip down statues. And that's because these girls have gotten away with it their whole life. They, they bulldozed everyone with their big mouths, like occasional cortex, shooting their mouth off about white this, white that, white this, white that, and no one stood up to them. So now they've reached this point where they're tearing our society asunder and no one's standing up to them when there are laws on the books that could stop them cold and put them in cold, hard cells where they they don't come out heroes. They don't come out heroes at all, not for a very long time. If you cross state lines to, uh, I don't know the exact word, to encourage a riot or to commit a riot, as this chick is doing with the statue stuff, you're arrested. There's a federal code against it. You're arrested and you're held in jail on a federal law in a federal prison. It's real hard to get out of a federal prison. Real hard. And then they come out and they'll be real meek and they'll shut their traps and this will stop. Michael Savage, a host like no other. It is the Savage Nation. So now the demonic uh, left-wing governors are closing states down again. Uh, Cuomo, of course, wants the state locked down. He wants the economy destroyed totally and you in the hands of his government. When Newsom will do it again is only a question of time. As you know, they're saying that the coronavirus is spiking again. Well, there's no doubt it is, but it's not killing that many people. What's it actually doing to people? People are getting sick for a week or two just as they do when they get a severe flu. I read the other day that um, a high noon sun kills the virus and that locking people in their houses actually is worse for people. It diminishes their immune system, makes the, uh, the virus even more potent. I know that's true from a medical point of view. There's another factor here. You idiots who are walking around and riding bikes and running in masks, do you have any idea that you're actually hurting yourselves? I look at these, these prisoners in Marin County. I see prisoners with masks on running, with masks on. It's the mask of submission. It's the mask of a prisoner. These are the conformists that have destroyed this country. America is subverted on every level. The podcast goes up in one hour. Thanks for listening, and may God bless America. Westwood One Podcast Network.